Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Yeah. Future Bachelor. Future. Future. Bachelor. Bachelor. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode, we're covering some big deaths in the artistic world. Aw. Rihanna getting her due and maybe being due. What? Okay. And Michelle's fully biracial hometowns. Let's go. And this is episode 191. Okay. That's right. It is. We doing this. V, how are you? What's going you on? Know, What's been going on? I I'm doing okay. You know the the no rest for the wicked is what I've been saying around here because mm. I pretty much landed from being back home in the Chicagoland area to just a bustling work week. So, but it was nice to be home for Thanksgiving. If you guys listened last week, which I hope you did. I was, you know, recording from there. We went, uh, got to hang with the fam, got to hang with two of my three brothers. Um, on Sunday before we left, we went to, we went downtown into the city of Chicago, went some vintage shopping. Um, it was just me and my brother Frank at that point with my parents. So it was kind of cool. And we went to Italy, um, which there's, you know, a location there in Chicago. There's a couple locations, I think, in New York City as well and had a lot of good Italian food um, and some gelato. And then I also got to see one of my best guy friends, Ian, and some of his friends. He lives in a neighboring suburb to me. Um, and I met him when I went to Mizzou. So it was good to hang out with him and his friends and, you know, play some pool with them and have a nice little, nice little chill hometown time. You know, my own personal hometown, if you will. That's what's Personal up. hometown date. That sounds nice. That sounds nice. I mean, I was back in Orlando like we had last week talked about. Um, it's good to be back home, though, you know, until the Christmas holiday coming up and we'll go back home right. again. But um, V, I kind of actually want to know. I've I've just been like dying. What are you watching? Well, I watched several things. Um, I watched King Richard, oh. which it's the I... movie with Will Smith playing um, Serena and Venus Williams' dad, um, and like kind of their whole journey to you know as they were kids in Compton like they were like probably like 9 10 11 ish 11 12 ish like how he like trained them how he like tried to get different coaches for them their whole the whole thing and like his very unconventional um training and coaching which it was really cool to watch because my mom was a big tennis player still plays tennis still coaches kids tennis and stuff like that so it was cool to kind of watch with her and to get her she's a huge like williams sister fan to see like her her, um aspect and i guess it was a pretty good depiction of their life and everything like that um i also watched the jonas brothers family roast which was on netflix um it was okay i mean i'm a jonas brothers fan so that's like it's fan service to me for sure um how were the roasts were they like they were not that bad like i mean some of the roasts i feel like sophie turner 
And honestly, because so they all they had several people they had like so they had all the wives roast. But I guess Danielle lost her voice, which I don't even know if I've ever heard Kevin's wife, Danielle Jonas's. I don't know if I've heard her voice, really. Like, I don't know what her voice sounds like, um, but she lost her voice. So she had to do it by cards, like kind of like um, Love Actually style almost. But um, Sophie's roast of Joe slash just all of them in general but Joe specifically was hilarious. It was probably the best. And then Joe's roast, because then all the boys went up at the end and they roasted each other. And I felt like Joe's roast of them was all pretty, it was pretty good. I felt like Nick was getting the most butt hurt about stuff, which I, which is just rings true. And then um, it was funny because Pete Davidson would like pop in. He pretended to be like Frankie Jonas at one point, and then he just like he was popping in with like an I Heart Jonas shirt. Like it just, he it was just a really funny thing because Keenan Thompson was like the MC of the whole roast. Okay. So it was just I feel like a roast is where Pete Davidson feels at home. Um, so it was that was it was it was okay. It was I felt like some of the roasts were not as good as others, and I felt like it could have been better, but. It was okay. It was fun. That's it was fun at least. Um, well, dope. Uh, and you watch anything else? And then I watched, uh, it just started being aired on Bravo. I guess all of it is on Peacock. Mm. Um, so it's a Peacock exclusive, but like it's aired on Bravo because it's a Bravo series. But it's The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. It's got two housewives from Jersey, two housewives from New York, two housewives from Atlanta, and then one Beverly Hills housewife. And they're all in the Turks and Caicos. And I'm only an episode in, and these bitches are already wild and out. And it's just like, it's just hilarious to see these different personalities because like I watch some of these different franchises of the show. All of them like converge. It's the multiverse. It is. It's the multiverse of, of Bravo. Above <laughs> the so housewives. Awesome. So, yeah. But dope, dope. enough about me. Uh, what have you been watching? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, I I actually, I watched uh, I watched this uh, Princess Diana movie, Spencer. Damn, I still got to watch that because I'm like the biggest Princess Diana fan you know, probably. Yeah, I mean, Kristen Stewart um, playing, you know, Di. And uh, it was like, you know, over a period of three days on this trip. And it was very interesting to portrayal. And, and I think it's probably the best thing I've seen Kristen Stewart in. Not necessarily was it the most entertaining movie. Um, I mean, it was well shot and stuff. But um, you'll just have to kind of judge it when you see it. I'm sure you'll like it. It's got a lot of good. Um, it, it feels like the 90s in it. Uh, good. The, I think the cameras that they used were, you know, 90s, like vintage cameras and stuff. So it really does give that feel. Uh, so I checked that out. And then on Netflix, they, you know, have this new like, uh, what are they? I forgot what they're calling it, but it's just like a mini series with like Kevin Hart. It's called True Story. Um, hmm. You didn't see that? I don't know if I have. No. Oh my goodness, it's intense, and it's like I feel like it's very loosely based off his life. Um, I mean, that's why I think it's called True Story. But mm, that um, would make it's, sense. It's high, high intense. Um, you know who who else is in it? I'm trying to think. Wesley Snipes is in it, and um, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. So if you like, uh, it's just it's it's kind of like based off of like the scandals I think of his life, but highly exaggerated. So. Um, I would I would recommend checking it out. I'm like mm. super into it right now. So um, that's what I've been watching. But uh, definitely, uh, V, why don't we talk about some quick hits? 
All right, so a couple of sad ones here at the top, but Stephen Soundheim, known as being one of Broadway's best songwriters, um, you know him for things like West Side Story, um, I mean, pretty much any Sweeney Todd, uh, Sunday in the Park with George, um, Into the Woods, any of these big things, especially ones that have been like made into movies, probably were written by Soundham. Um, but he died at the age of 91. Um, people definitely took to social media to, you know, talk about their experiences with his work. And um, he definitely leaves an incredible legacy um, in his long, long career on, you know, of being a musical and, you know, Broadway writer and songwriter. So wow. rest in peace. Um, Rest in peace to him. And then another sad big loss also within the same like artistic sphere is Virgil Abloh. Um, he died at age 41. He'd been fighting a cardiac angiosarcoma, a very rare, rare cancer. I mean, 41, very young. Um, so really sad. You know him probably for being the first black artistic director of Louis Vuitton, um, also for his brand Off-White and also for his, you know, work with Kanye, um, as well as uh, other people kind of in that urban you know, R&B rap sphere. So he definitely changed the game when it came to luxury fashion and mixing it with like street style and just how he went about Louis Vuitton and even his own brand. Um, so it's definitely a big loss to, you know, that corner of art as well. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I definitely seen a lot of reaction for that. Uh, rest in peace as well. Um, other big news in, uh, in out there in the world what's going on so jack dorsey known for you know being one of the founders and ceo of twitter has stepped down um earlier this week because he is looking to focus more on his other big huge company that you probably know of square um that he is changing its name to block um, and it's also going to start to kind of like go more into the whole crypto world uh, block, referencing blockchain, most likely. Um, so and it's going to be, you know, expanding into that world as well. So he, you know, decided to focus on that instead. And Twitter, you know, is being moved to um, one of the other folks that were on the executive team. So should be in good hands. Uh, he just said, you know, it's time for founders to move on and for Twitter to move on from its founders. And he really wants to focus more on crypto and Square's, you know, entrance into Knobloch's entrance into that space. Yeah, no, um, I was looking at Twitter's stock and it had like really plummeted um, over the, I think, since the news of that drop. So um, and very interesting that they're changing their name from Square to Block. I like the name Square. But um, I guess it makes sense if they're getting down the road of blockchain. But interesting. Uh, what else we got? So Rihanna um, was named a national hero by Barbados, her home country, as they celebrated becoming a republic for the first time. Um, you know, finally, they're like they were under, I think, England's rule, if I'm correct. But so she's one of the national heroes. Um, which is awesome, which she should, you know, she should be, she should be honored. She's, she's bummed. She's done a ton for her country, like in recent years and just like with her access and her resources. Um, people though, 
have been rumor rumors have been swirling because people saw pictures, which I don't really love that this is why this rumor popped up. But people saw in the pictures of her, you know, accepting this honor, how she was like clasping her hands over her stomach, which is a natural place to put your hands potentially. I mean, I'm someone who naturally like will cross my arms and people always think I'm mad or cold. And it's just like, that's a comfortable position for me. And maybe I am mad. Who's to say? But, um, you know, she just had her hands clasped like around her stomach area and people are like, is that a baby bump? Oh are her ASAP Rocky pregnant? But nothing has been confirmed. It just has gone wild on the internet. But nothing, it's literally just a rumor at this point. I mean, she could so, shut it down by, if she wanted to. Probably. By releasing some music? Yes, she could. But <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, just putting a picture out of her drinking or something like that. And it's like, oh, well, she's not Well, pregnant. I mean, yeah, because think about it. Think about, like, the Kylie Jenners of the world. She's tried to do that shit when she was fully pregnant, just, like, using old pictures and like blah 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 but the internet finds out these tic-tac 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 people like will literally tic-tacs um the mints uh but the tic-tac folks these days the tic-tac detectives are out here like finding stuff out just by hands nail beds like they can find anything so i mean someone someone has to know the answer has to be out there but well, that's very interesting. Um, well, it looks like Adele got some uh, new business here in Vegas. What's going on with that? So she'll be doing weekends with Adele um, in Vegas. So uh, so each weekend, two shows performed at uh, the Coliseum in the Caesars Palace Hotel. Um, so I'm, I'm sure people are like going wild. I've already seen people like posting being all like, oh, who's going to get shows? Who's going to do this? And I think it's going to start, it's going to start the, the weekend after my birthday, January 21st, 2022 will be the first weekend. And I think it will go through, um, for the rest of the year, maybe, um, for mo- for yeah for at least a let's see January through April that's when it will take place um so that so a nice like winter spring vibe with Adele so get in just just carry those you know sad girl fall winter early spring yeah people you know? are really messing with this Adele album so I th- I think that's gonna it's be a good. great album it I is. really I have to I have to agree it's a good one I listened to it through yesterday again Mm, for mm. like the third time wow um anything else for quick hits yes speaking of you know something that you usually think of when you think of vegas magic mike Mm. but the movie oh they're coming out with a third one and yes channing tatum's gonna do you know one last dance and it's literally gonna be called magic mike's last dance um and it's going to be with, I think, the same director as the original movie, and um, it's going to be released exclusively on HBO Max. So it's a big, big partnership for HBO Max, I'm sure. Um, we'll have to see. There's not a lot said about what the plot will be, but to be honest, we're not there for the plot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's honest. Um, yeah, no, uh, well, good for Chan Tatum. I, I, I definitely watched like 21 Jump Street twice last week. So it's like, he's hilarious. Is he funny in these movies? I've never seen him. He is funny. I mean, they're loosely based off of his life. Um, really? so yeah. Did he write like, them? He helped. Yeah. Wow. So like he, 
he like the first one is like very like it's kind of like pretty much what his life was where he had to he took up stripping to like help you know get along and that's how he made his money before he became an actor Mm. pretty much so um anyway what's the second one about uh, the second one is honestly more fun and it's just funny and it's like them going to this stripper convention and like they're just like it's it's more of like definitely a funny kind of like boy gang but like make it strippers situation. <laughs> wow. It's it's just more of like I don't know. I think that one's I liked that one. I thought that one was more I thought the second one was more entertaining okay. because they just leaned into being like this is ridiculous, let's be ridiculous. The first one was like there's some seriousness like they're trying to make a plot but it didn't like really hit the right way okay. so i'm interested to see if they like try to mesh that for the final one where they like try to be like okay this is where they're at now here's some finality yeah i don't know yikes all right well v what made you go yikes this week well speaking of these tiktokers these tiktokers who seem to know everything and are busting all these cases they busted a case sort of wide open. There was a video that I actually saw that started to go viral and I think was made private by the creator now that um, was said something about how she's a dancer at a, at a strip club and how she saw a well-known um, Latino actor, Anthony Ramos, well-known for being on the original cast of Hamilton. He was in um, Into the Heights. He's been in a bunch of other stuff. Um, and he's also voiced some stuff, I think. Uh, you know, pretty much anything that Lin-Manuel Miranda touches, you could probably find Anthony Ramos attached to it as well. Um, and then his fiance, who he met in the original cast of Hamilton, Jasmine Cephas Jones, um, they, are, they are no longer. But how this came to be, this dancer on on TikTok said that that she saw Anthony Ramos in the strip club, uh, all cuddled up, all cozy, front row, right up at the stage, throwing money, being like very physically affectionate with some woman, and that woman was a blonde white woman. And let me tell you, his fiance of three years, Jasmine Cephas Jones, is not a blonde white woman. She's a black woman. So uh, this was not this was not his wife. And uh, now people and like, of course, the fandom, people are like going after him. And also there's like a lot of jokes that can be made related to Hamilton because he played Hamilton's son in the play. And Hamilton cheats on his wife with the character played by Anthony Ramos's fiance. So there's a lot of a lot of funny little ties there. But um, they, you know. Then people looked on social media, saw that Jasmine and her famous actor father, who's on This Is Us, uh, also deleted their posts celebrating Anthony Ramos's birthday last month. Uh-oh. Mm. Rut row. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> it has been announced that they have broken up uh, v- via sources, sources close to them. I don't know if they've actually made any statement, but I mean... I think I think the deleted posts are enough. I think yikes. That's pretty telling. And then one more little yikesy moment mm-hmm. is just because he's just a yikesy guy in general, Aaron Carter. Mm. Um I met him when he was also at a very low point. He hugged me in a Hooters parking lot in mid-Missouri. I think I've told this story on this podcast before, but he came to Mizzou to perform and then like told people that they could like, you know, come find him and he was at a Hooters. And uh, found him. 
Yeah, we found him. But um, <laughs> but he like wouldn't let us take pictures because he was super high because he had been hotboxing his like a little tour bus. Um, so and he was like, you can't take pictures, but I'll give you a hug. And I'm like, OK, gross. Um, but he, I guess, just announced his split from his fiance um, at just a few days after welcoming their new child together. So like oh, this man. is a fresh ass baby like still looks like a little chicken nugget like not even and they're and they're not even gonna make it make it work and i guess there's like some sort of he was he says that he's being lied to he has like a whole thing with his um estranged twin sister angel and i guess she might be involved in why you know he was being lied to by his fiance melanie but i don't know homeboy still looks like he is on the sauce so I I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out for him. Oh, goodness gracious. Yikes. Aaron Carter. I don't know, man. I think uh, he needs to he needs to do better. That's for sure. He does need to do better. Um, well, V, why don't we, uh, you know, get into that point of the show where uh, it's that time to talk about the Bachelorette on our show. Yeah, we doing this. Shout out to everybody that's finding us on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like us. Um, we're here to talk about week seven of The Bachelorette. V, where do we go from here? Where do we start? Week seven, it's hometowns. Oh, and man. I questioned how they were going to do it because, you know, they switch locations. But I was like, how many location switches are they going to do? Because it still is COVID and they still have very high protocols for the show. Right. Um, and they didn't switch locations. They didn't. They're doing hometowns, but in Minnesota. Uh, so first up is Brandon. Um, Brandon, you know, is everyone's sweet little puppy dog fave. Definitely um, a little cutie pie. He decides he's from Portland and he decides to show his like, you know, his little bit of Portland. Mm -hmm. He's going to take Michelle to this creepy ass garage skate park. Like they walk up to like this like little slatted like, you know, garage door situation like in an alley. And I'm just kind of like if some man I know like there's cameras and stuff. So obviously like something has to be safe. Right. I mean, but like, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. He has to do something in a place where he doesn't even know, like, you know, and this is the best they could do. I know. But it, it definitely like the way that they, I feel like they could have come into it a different way. The way it was like, all right. Yeah, it did <laughs> like, look like some, you know, what is that? Like uh, that show where they go into different storage units and stuff like. Oh, it's like Storage Wars or what is yeah, that called? It looks like Storage <laughs> Wars, like the the, the intro. To like being all like, how much are you gonna bid? Yeah. Um, but uh, that's hilarious. Um, but so they, you know, they skate. He used to skate with his brother and stuff, and his family. He keeps alluding to how like it was a family thing. I kind of am like, what kind of like? He almost makes it seem like they kind of like did some sort of like not professional, but like amateur level skating. But like we don't get any sort of, um insight to that so i'm just i'm like this is bizarre and then he also like is totally goofing on on the board like he just can't even he's messing up and he's like i'm just so nervous man like i'm just yeah, so nervous down and stuff fatality like i was just like oh my god i mean i i just feel like you'd be better at skateboarding to suggest to do it i mean he I, i'm surprised he was able to make make good on that like i was like oh man she's really not feeling this date but she said some nice stuff at the end of it. And um, and then they go on to meet his folks, which 
went really well. How would you describe it? I think it went really well. She already like, you know, I felt like she had a good conversation with, um, I think it was Brandon's, was it Brandon's dad that she like was talking to him about? Like, are their dads like, you know, potentially fishing together? Or was that one of the other dads? No, I don't it, it was him. Okay. I thought it was him, but, and I guess Brandon's brother, Noah pushed back when he was supposed to be going into the Navy to support his brother for the show, which I'm like, that's insane. Like, how did that work? Like, I don't, that seems a little sus to me. It seems a little too perfect. Um, but, and I was saying when I was watching the show and I was doing my tipsy talks on our Instagram, um, was that like, if my brothers were on this show with me, they would just be firing me up. Like they would literally just be like talking like this guy, Noah really did ask. He's like, do you really think you could see you know, forever, like with her and like kind of like ask her that same thing. And I feel like my brothers would just literally be like, bro. I know this, what is, are the, you? this is the first time that I actually like f- put myself in a situation of like, if my mom was there and stuff, like how, how she would act because it's oh, like, boy. I mean, you just, you, you just get, I don't know how uh, the lights and the cameras go on and, and it's like, Hey mom, I haven't seen you in forever. And she just asking all her questions. She's all excited and stuff. And you're like, Whoa, whoa, whoa slow down. Um, but uh, I mean, they, they all handle it really well. I mean, up in like, I think. Yeah. I felt like Brandon's family did really well. Um, they seemed like everything seemed to like really vibe with them. She seemed comfortable with them. Joe's was next. Yes. And Joe actually gets to do like a real hometown because they're in his hometown pretty much. Like yep. they're in Minneapolis. He's from there. So they get to go just like she did her little high school jaunt. They get to go to his high school and he like shows you her like his spot and gets all like handsy in his spot. And I was like, all right, Joe, let's calm it down here. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I know, there's kids that walk through these halls. Yeah, let's not taint this spot who knows <laughs> i know i know now, now every kid is going to be making out there and like hey it's it's only third period yeah no go to gross. class I, I sometimes think back to like just how like annoying teenagers are like in the halls like they really forget like everyone no i don't know yeah but then they have like a little prom situation because I, I don't know why is this such a thing like i didn't get to have a prom like what are there so many people out here that just really didn't get to have a prom or didn't get to go to prom that aren't like child actors? Like I'm so confused by this, but yeah, there's a lot of prom themes um, on the show lately. So I know I'm like, I really think maybe one of the producers really has some sort of prom thing, like really is trying to recreate their prom. So maybe that's, that's really the, the force, but they do a little prom. One of the picture, like they have like a cute little photo booth that they were taking pictures in. And honestly, them together, Michelle and Joe, are probably the most beautiful couple. Like, Joe just is a beautiful man. I think all these dudes pretty much left are very attractive. But Joe is just, like, he's got those, like, beautiful light eyes, like, in his darker skin. He's just he's just really pretty. Like, they're all really pretty together. But um, then we move on to uh, hanging out with his family, which... Um, you, we figure out that like him being quiet is seemingly genetic <laughs> because his brother's also pretty quiet yeah. and his dad's pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, 
And I think it's funny. This is something I didn't say in my tipsy talks, but um, I feel like his dad, his brother has a little bit of an Oedipus complex because his his brother also is married to a white girl who has red hair, just like his dad is married to a white woman with red hair. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, mean, let's not get psychology in here, but we could. Yeah, we could. We could. <laughs> let's not. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just funny because like uh, the 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 brother's wife was the one that did the, like the most talking for the family. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> she was asking like the heart and she even said in her little like, you know, interview thing. She's all like, yeah, I know the Coleman men. They're kind of quiet. So. I was like, we'll see how yeah. interesting this could get or something like that. Um, they probably won't be saying much. And it was hilarious. The little cut they did of, of Joe talking to his dad. Like, I know you got some questions. He's like, Nope. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. It was It just, I was like, all right, good talk. Yeah. It's like, it was just so funny. Um, so yeah. So, I mean, I guess that one went all right too. Um, I mean, I felt like Joe still was like, it would be He's hard. He's still holding back, yes. I feel like. And I think it was funny because the sister-in-law was all like, well, hopefully this works out because we'll definitely see her in the grocery store otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so true. That's like the most realistic thing. Like, that is so true. Like, they'll run into each other. Like, <laughs> no doubt. Like, there's no getting around that. So... It could either be awkward or they'll just have to, you know, cross that bridge. What's with Joe's and grocery stores? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, man. You went for it. You I went did. for it, though. You got to go for it sometimes. Um. Well, what what other hometowns were going on? So then um, we had Rodney, um, who... How about them apples? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how about them apples? They were they were apples. Uh-huh. They, the, the the apple thing. I can't believe we've been really running this apple bit with Rodney. Well, because she's a, the teacher and she likes apples. How about that? Them. Oh, them. How about them apples? <laughs> how about them apples? So I don't really. Did they even say where? Uh where he's from like i don't even know if they said like where he's from they just like were like let's do minnesota has these the a first kiss apple let's go apple picking and then ride our bikes through this apple orchard and do a blind taste test and then in the bloopers they had um you know how they like did a little fake cooking show situation yeah i mean it was just kind of like it was sad to see knowing that, like, I just knew he was going to go home. I think we said it last week. It was just- We said it last week. He's giving he's giving friend energy. Yeah. He's giving sweet, like, nothing, there's nothing wrong with him. I think he's a great guy. And I think, you know, he could be great for literally anybody else. I just don't think he's the vibe for Michelle. I think he... I don't know. Like, it's just like they just don't click. And I think that's fine. And I think, you know, Michelle came to find that after they she met his family. His mom gave me some red flags. She said that she's best friends with her son. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. And if you are, 
that's fucked up. That's weird. <laughs> if like so if like if I was dating a man and that man's mom told me that she's best friends with her son that I'm dating, that's that's a giant red flag to me. Why? That seems like a weird lack of boundaries as like a a, a like a relationship with a parent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so any other red flags? Um, I mean, with them, I don't know. She just was so worried about like, I felt like the mom just was really drove their whole hometown situation. And she was just so worried about his heart being broken and like him not realizing how serious this was. Um, and you know, I think she was also like questioning Michelle and everything because she's like, well, she's dating other people. Yeah. And I mean, I get that. I think that's all natural. But I mean, I, I, I think besides that, it, the rest of their hometown went like went fine. Nothing really to report. And then Nate's, Finally, Nate. Nate's was last. And I feel like they either it was filmed last or they just put it last because we get pretty much three run of the mill. Everything is peachy keen going good. But Nate had alluded like going into this, that like, you know, there's these family dynamics, family dynamics is like what he kept saying before. And even during this date or whatever, um, because like he has like a weird relationship with like his stepdad or like whatever, just Things aren't, you know, he doesn't feel like as open and free or whatever. I don't even know. But like he kept saying stuff about that. But um, yeah, they start off first. They do some paddle boarding, which great. Good times. I, too, love to paddle board. People and were then, making fun of him for wearing the same uh, bathing suit. The same bathing suit. And he said it's his like lucky, his lucky bathing suit, that bright orange bathing suit. Oh, man. But, I mean, hey, whatever works, works. I think they seem to have a fun time. Um, they meet the family. And, you know, he, this is his first time ever bringing a woman home to his family at all. Like, he never has. Which I feel like every season there's, like, one person like that, at least. I don't know why they hyped this up more. I think they hyped it up more because Nate talked about how he doesn't really talk about dating with his, his stepdad and stuff like he just doesn't so he doesn't have like but you know they, i guess they also talked about like his mom and his stepdad just got a divorce right 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 so things are dicey mm-hmm. so that kind of keeps being the theme of like the conversations that um that michelle is having with the family or the family's having with each other about being all like i don't know if nate's really ready he doesn't know real love. All he's seen is like, you know, this or that or whatever. So, which I feel like is not giving Nate the benefit of the doubt. Like they say that, you know, he just, he doesn't actually understand what this love actually is. And like, he actually, you know, could be saying that he's all in and then not actually be all in when it actually is approached to him to be that way. Um, but you know what? It, it seemingly ends well because him and his stepdad have like an emotional conversation and they you know tell each other that they love each other for the first time which like you know look at the bachelorette just bringing families together who would have thought not me yeah and then i thought they were gonna send him him home um but they didn't when they got to the rose ceremony it was it was apple pick and rodney that ended up 
going ended home. up going home. I did. I think they really did try to set it up for us to like think, you know, I think they were trying to do the bait and switch because even when they kept doing like little Michelle's like, oh, I have so, it's such a hard decision. But like, I don't want to be with someone that maybe won't be ready when the time is like when it comes and blah, 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 blah. So you really think. You really think she's going to eliminate Nate. And I'm like, she can't. Not Nate. Like, Nate's always been a front runner. There's no way, like, he's going home now. Like, just because of... I think he goes of, home next week. I think he might, too. But, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, Rodney goes home. He, you know, they have a very emotional goodbye. She reassures him. in a very, And this feels very, like, teacher to me. Like, she reassures him that he is enough and that, like, it has nothing to do with, like, him not being enough and, like, whatever. Because he, you know, ran the whole I'm an underdog. Like, people, you know, don't take me seriously kind of campaign. And she's like, no. Like, I, you know, I took what we had very seriously. I really, you know, I really think you're a great person and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, feelings work how feelings work. Yeah. And, uh... He ends up going home, and he was very sad. Um, you know, I didn't really see too much of next week's episode. Like, what well, did they show to uh, anything from that? Um, I don't really, I don't really. I felt like we just saw like more crying from Michelle and more mm. being like whatever. I don't really know. Um, oh, one thing that we missed that happened during this episode is that Serena and Bree came on and surprised Michelle. Just to, you know kind of be like her little besties give her some advice uh let her know i don't really think they bring up like i don't think at this point serena was engaged yet so maybe this was like right before they left for um whatchamacallit Paradise. or yeah or something like that or maybe it was right after they got done with it yeah I and think it's more that. she yeah, she just had to, like, hide well, that kind of shit um, still. you know, they really went with a theme with this whole underdog thing for Rodney. But at the but, same exact time, they but were... But then they just take it and yeah. culturally appropriate it for Clayton, well, the well, next What's bachelor. going on here with that? What's going on here with that? How is he an underdog? I see no underdog. They just wanted to put him with puppies on the poster. Yeah. Um. I mean, they, they were doing all these. If you guys didn't see Clayton, what's his last name? Eckerd. Eckerd. Um, Clayton Eckerd. Uh, it's for new promotion for his season of The Bachelor, which starts like right at the beginning of January. Um, and they're going with the theme of like everyone loves an underdog or something like that. And it's just really weird because, you know, it, they're, they're literally saying about Rodney on the episode on the same day as they put out this promotion. Like it's it feels icky to me because yeah. he's not an underdog. He wasn't an underdog. Yeah. At I mean, all. they. Like, I mean, they picked him right from he's, the beginning to do this. So. He's like a 6'5", former football player mm -hmm. from, you know, a generally upper middle class life, went to a predominantly white institution as a white man, a night, you know, easy. Come on. I don't, there's no underdogging here. He, uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what the other promotion will be over the next couple of weeks, but I thought it was interesting. Anything else come out of Bachelor Nation? Any other news? Um, yes, uh, Dean and Kaylin's little puppy pup, their dog that they have. Pappy. Uh, Pappy died this week, which is sad, sad stuff. Um, they've brought that dog on many of their trips around the country and things in their van. Um, and, uh, you know, it's always... Always sad. They had like a nice little 
little tribute to yeah. their dog. I mean, I but, think they said it was it was only supposed to last a year. Like, it was only supposed to live another year, and then it lived almost, like, two. So, yeah, it was a cute-ass little dog. Rest in peace, doggy. Pappy. Um, all right, well, that'll do it for uh, Bachelor news, right? Well, yeah, the only other thing was that Claire Crowley was seen, I guess, like, a week or so ago with, I think, comedian Jeff Dye. Mm. Um, and people were like, ooh, are they dating? And then I guess he came out recently being all like, oh, yeah, I was going to that basketball date. game was hardly a date. So... I don't know. I don't know if Claire's really back on the dating horse yet or not. So Interesting. Well, we'll just have to stay tuned. Episode 8 will be next week of The Bachelorette. And what, we got like two more episodes left or something? Two, three? Yeah. Oh, they're going to be the Mentel All. Do we skip a week next week or what's going on? I, so I think next week is Mentel All on Monday. I think it's back on its normal day. Mm-hmm. Um, let me double check. Men tell oh um yeah it's so it's on monday so that's back and then i think um i think that but it looks like so this is when they show the preview of that taisha and caitlin are wearing the same outfits they wore for katie's men tell all what no way yeah way yeah, way. Because remember how Taisha wore that leather dress and Kaylin wore that like sparkly stripy dress? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. It's blowing my mind. So I kind of am trying to think like, did they film these? Because so they might have been filmed at the same time. It's almost impossible. It's almost impossible. But it is almost impossible, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Well, we'll just have to find out later, guys. That's our bachelor. Or are they just are they just outfit repeaters? They might be. They might be doing it for a reason. Or did they just use the clip from them introducing Mintel All from Katie's season? I think we just figured it out, guys. We just figured it out live on the show. Um, all right, I don't guys. know. We'll have to see. We'll just have I, I, to it see. seems sus. It seems sus to me. I don't know. I think you're reading too far into it, but I always read too far. That's how we do it. All right, guys. Um, well, why don't we talk about our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. Um, I don't got much to say about it except it's it's called "Man on the Moon" by Alan Walker and Ben. I don't even think I've heard this yet. Is it good? Yes, it's very good. It's a slapper. I thought Um, it's more of a rhetorical question because if it's a slapper, it it has to be good, right? Good, and you can. Find it on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify. Just search that and and that's a right. Whole bunch of music on there. But this song is very good. I suggest you listen to it. It's fun. It's upbeat and um, gives me full of energy. I was listening to it on repeat as I walked through the supermarket today. So um, so man, it's probably going to be on next year's Spotify Wraps for you. Oh man, Ch- speaking of music, why, why don't we talk about our Spotify Wraps? What did what did yours say? What what did mine say? My Spotify wrapped. Um, my top artist was Halsey, which makes sense um, because I've been listening to her new album a lot and some of her older stuff this year. Um, my And then the rest of my top artists were Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Rihanna, even though she has no new music, still be bopping her. And then Ash Nico, because I listened to a lot of her stuff. And then... Um, I was I, mostly all of my genres were pops, different types of pops. One of the most surprising one was Canadian pop, which I guess because I have Justin Bieber and The Weeknd heavily in and rotation, Drake. and Drake, 
I guess that's where the Canadian, but I didn't know like Canadian pop was different. Yeah, no, mine said that too, and I was like, what's going on here? But, uh, but yeah, I think, um, I listened to only like 34,000 or 35,000 minutes of music, but which I guess is 86% more than that's, the majority. That's like how much I did. Yeah. That's like we had the same amount of listening time. We're into like the top 80 like or the top like 2% of people or 85% yeah. of people listen on Spotify, um, which is incredible. Um, I'm trying to – why won't it show me my list here? Uh, I, I think, did you like the part where they did the little like opening – like what's your opening saw like opening credit scene or like end credit scene or whatever for like if you were had a movie situation. Oh, yeah. So my number one artist was Drake. Number two was Dominic Fike. Number three I love was him. John Mayer. Number four was Casey Musgraves. Number, yes, Casey. Yeah. Number five was IDK. Um number one song was Vampire by Dominic Fike. Number two was Is it Fike or Fikey? Fikey, I probably. Know. I don't know. Um, number two was Love Tonight. Number three, see, yeah, I, I definitely have a rotation yep. of songs going here. But yeah, Drake seems top... to continue to be my number one artist always year after yeah, year. Yeah, Drake, I, and you used to be the biggest Drake hater, so that's just hilarious. But yeah. my top songs were Slow Down by Chase Atlantic, which is definitely like a fuckboy song. Um, Best Friend, uh, Doja Cat and Sweetie. And then Goosebumps, Travis Travis Scott. Whoops. And then Deal With It by Ashniko. And then Drag Me Down by One Direction. Made it into my top five because that is like my comfort song. Nobody I really can drag me down. Yeah, nobody, nobody. Um, V, do you have any shout outs this week? I wanted to shout out a couple of birthdays. Okay. So it already happened, but our friend Rachel, it was her birthday this week. Hey. Um, happy birthday to her. Happy birthday to my friend Ashley Holt. NBCLX's best anchor, if I do say so myself, my fellow shady gal, uh, lover to death. And then I wanted to say a combined happy birthday to our pals Maggie, who's been on the show before, and um, her boyfriend Austin. They have her birthday is coming up, and then his is like a, probably with a week after her. So happy birthday to both of them. Um, I'm excited to celebrate for them. I think they are doing a karaoke night on Saturday night. Dope, dope. All right, well, happy birthday. Um, so I just want to shout out um, my brother-in-law, Victor. He uh, was kind enough to switch out the battery in my key fob for my car. So shout out to you, brother. Sai, <laughs> are you kidding me? What? Can you not switch that out yourself? I I mean, I he, he I helped him. I'm sorry. What? Come on. Shout out to you, dude. <laughs> so guys, that was our episode this week. Oh my God. <laughs> this is our episode. Um, what do you got going on this weekend? Um, I'm actually going to the SEC championship game on Saturday okay. because uh, our friend Katie got tickets through her work and wanted to bring me because she knows I'm a SEC you know, alum and fan, and this will be my third SEC championship that I'm going to, but first time that Mizzou's not in it that I'm going. So I will be borrowing because actually Trevor – We'll be going as well, and our friend Knip is in town this weekend. So 
I'm borrowing one of Trevor's sweatshirts or shirts to wear because I will be supporting UGA because even though I don't love UGA, I hate Alabama more. Mm. So I'm excited for that. Go. Yeah. Um, well, I'll be flying to Miami on Friday. Uh, Miami. So, Miami. Yeah. Uh, Benvenido a Miami. Yeah. Um, so I'll be uh, party in the city where the heat is on. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be me this weekend. I'll be. You better listen to that song as you're flying in. Always, you have to. Every time. Every time. Never miss it. So that'll be what I'm doing. But I'll be back and um, chilling until Christmas time. So, uh, yeah, man, just another week gone by. And um, that's how they do when time, you know, just keeps moving forward. Just keeps flying. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show. That's been (laughs) Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we'll talk to you next week or something. All right, deuces. (laughs) Future Bachelor Podcast.